Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. The bigger the confession, the bigger the cash. Brisbane, these are your confessions. It's your confession. Get it off your chest. We're going to pay you for it. That's why it's called cash confession. Brilliant. All right, the, the better the confession, the more the cash. Of course. We've got a couple here today. 3837-1234 is our number. Leave your message, uh, phone number as well so we can um, give yes. you your cash. Yes. You obviously say your name and, and all your details. We won't play that part of your message on the radio. No. Just the confession We don't even part. need your name. Um, Do we need yeah, it for the cash? No, nah, just the number. Yes, we'll, yes. we'll get it off you on the radio. BSB, yep. Um, <laughs> here we go. Confession number one. My confession is after I had given birth to my daughter, they transferred you in a luxury car from the hospital to a hotel room. And because of the traumatic birth, I accidentally peed in the luxury car and didn't tell them. Oh, that is the worst. And that's not her fault. I feel like they would have known it was her. The next, yeah. When they smelt it? Mm. Well, no, just the next time. Yeah, but the... Someone gets in. Just get birth. You're not not responsible. No, No. of course not. No. Still. Um, It's it's pretty bold to call and admit that. $20. Ooh. What? Were you thinking higher? No, that's fine. You want to cover the cost of cleaning? No, I do not. (laughs) I mean, if it's leather seats, I can't imagine it would be that much to clean up. Sometimes they go through, though, with the luxury ones because they've got, like, the heat warmers. I love a seat warmer. Yeah, Yeah, but imagine that going through for it. Mm. Uh, and I wouldn't say I would. I don't think I could say anything, especially mm. when they open the doors and the beautiful hotels there, and you're holding a little bulbs, and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah, so that because I wouldn't have said anything. You go to the Emporium, don't you, from Mother Mother's? I don't think she was mentioning names, but oh, yes. yes, that or it used to be the Versace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's on the Gold Coast. Is that that's closed now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if they're like, hey, you can check out early. We're just gonna take you to um, the Formula One. To stay there. <laughs> Imagine if you just go, do you mind? I won't go back in that car. I know yeah. what last time. Uh, all right. Now, this is my favourite mm-hmm. confession. Yeah, you did like this This one. is amazing. My ex-boyfriend cheated on me and he's currently still with the girl who he cheated with, but his Instagram is signed in on my iPad. So every now and then I'll go in and send love heart emojis to girls' photos or reply like, looking sexy, babe to their Instagram stories because I know she would be checking his Instagram. (laughs) Can we all just give her a round of applause? That, that is, is. It, it, do you know what it is? It's the subtleness of it. Yes. Because oh, it's not yeah. like she's gone in and changed his password or anything like that. She's just gone. And could you imagine if she finds, oh, my God, you've just liked that you're looking so sexy on someone else's photo. Mm. And he goes, oh, I didn't do that. And she'd be like, you didn't, you didn't do you it. You didn't it's, do it. It's, it's right from here. your account. Mm. And it's always the same girls in bikinis, isn't it? That is so good. And because oh. the fact is that she could actually do some real hardcore damage. But she's just being subtle. Maybe she's just working her way up to Maybe it. she is. Sending a lot of DMs. They're getting a lot of DMs back. Mm. Imagine him. He'd be like, what? Yeah. I, don't even, just... I don't even remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if he's getting positive ones back, people wanting to meet up and stuff. Yeah. Might break up this partnership, which I guess yeah. is kind of her, her plan. Mm. Wow. It's like when my friend used to just like, I don't know, hers was always subtle as well. You know how you give like... um. 
uh, phone numbers when you sign up for the different stuff. Mm. She used to sign up him for everything. <laughs> also, like if you got stopped in the in the street for something, Main, mainly online. Nah. You know, for online details, she used to just go because she knew it would annoy him because he used to um, work in a, a bit of an office job and he used to have his work phone. Mm. Um, and she used to sign it up for like you know insurance um, for like you know you compare your market and stuff like that. So mm. they keep calling <laughs> for wanting to get a new loan, for wanting to close down uh, the credit card, yeah. for like she just used to do it for everything. The woman scorned, hey? Uh-huh. How mm. good. Um, let's see. If you, do you want to add on to this? Let's, let's go down this confession path. How did you mess with your ex? How much do you want to pay her? Oh, that one. I want to, I want to give her 50 bucks yeah. for that one. That's okay. some good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, let's celebrate her. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Um, what did you do to mess with your ex? Maybe they cheated. I'm assuming there'll be a lot of they cheated on me, so I stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a justification, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When you do something like that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, anonymous, number one. Um, how did you get revenge on your ex? Well, it wasn't so much revenge. It was uh, sort of a situation where I found out that my ex-husband had cheated on me. And I thought it was like a two-week fling. Um, but it turns out that they were in a relationship for eight months and the girl got in contact with me. And now we are really good friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we took a photo together and just sent him a photo saying, made a new bestie. Oh, God. Nah, you messed with your ex. <laughs> yeah. What Did he reply? No, no, no! Oh my god, that is so deep and dark. Like (laughs) we're just comparing notes. Yeah, which is epic. It was unbelievable. She even came to my house one night because he would say that he was so poor. Like Remy's taking all my money, and she dropped a case of beer off at his at my house for him. (laughs) She dropped a case of beer there because he said that like the that I was taking all his money and that. We were separated, but we weren't. Oh. Right. <laughs> and so now her and I are really good friends. She comes and has play dates with my family, oh my and it's great. That is the best. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that Would that be a fear? Like having two girls that you've been with hanging out? Oh, yeah. yeah. For them to discuss war stories. That's what I'm saying. We'd be <laughs> so compared yeah. notes. Oh, my God, I hate everything. Positive. And yeah, once, no. you got, once you got two, there's always a possibility of a team up and some sort of Avengers situation going on. Uh, yeah. There's also the opportunity of maybe. No way. No chance. You dream That's on. how I would Goodness like to me. think it uh-huh, might turn out. No worries. Uh-huh. Yeah. We all become friends and go to counselling together. Mm-hmm. Anonymous number two. How did you get back at your ex? When I left my ex-fiance, he wouldn't let me take any of my things, Mm. like things that we invested in together. So I took all of my personal belongings and I also took all the batteries out the remote (laughs) and all of the little charging docks. You put your USB to charge like your phones and Uh stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I took all of those as well. I don't think he ever knew. I think I just sent him a little bit crazy. (laughs) So you left the cords, just took the little... Yeah, left the cords. (laughs) Yep. So I love it. Wow. I love that. It's so annoying when you haven't got spare batteries oh. as well. Just to go, oh, mm. she didn't. She did. All right. They're all anonymous, surprisingly. Anonymous number three. What happened? Um, so I was seeing an old friend for quite a while, um, and in the end he ended up ghosting me. Mm-hmm. But while we were seeing each other, he left his card details on my Uber Eats account. So I ended up getting about $2,000 worth oh, of Uber Eats for free oh, cancelled card. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
eating well. That is good. Well, revenge is a Do you a want anything? I'm just getting over cold. eats. If yeah. anyone wants anything, it's on me. <laughs> Look, wow. there's lobster place delivers now. That's yeah. fantastic. You would. You'd be going through trying to go, this is too cheap. Let's mm. get something else. Mm-hmm. All right. Anonymous number four, revenge on the ex. How funny that it, we're all female. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that, it's a shock to us too. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. to show. Men move on, you know. We, we take the um, or are they high not the higher road? Smart or high road. Enough. No, 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 no. Yeah. They just don't kiss and tell. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, Maddie, you're going to hate me for this because I know that you're a lawn enthusiast, and so was my ex. But um, he broke up with me over a text message, right? And he absolutely loved his lawn. One night, me and a couple of friends, after a few red cordials, went around to his place and drew some really lovely pictures um, of penises in his front lawn with weed killer. Oh. oh. With hmm. weed. I mean, that's not, that's not coming back, is it? Well. Do you have well, to get rid of all of it? Years it did. Yeah. It takes a long time. Yeah, it mm. took a fair while. I'm guessing. And the best part yeah. was that I actually flew to Bali the very next day ah. and they didn't show up for a week or two, so I mm. had an alibi. Oh, I had an alibi. Because you wow. spray it, it doesn't take effect. Like, you don't even see browning start for about two or three days. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that, you're a monster, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Careful. Thank you. Very Careful. clever. Oh, yeah. Oh. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. All the way from Australia, please welcome Dean Lewis. Great to have him on. Uh, brand new single, Trust Me Mate. Dean Lewis, good morning. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're over in the States at the moment, and this popped up on my feed, and it was a review for a gig that you did recently. I think it was in Miami. And it must be one of the uni where you wore... Did you wear a flag on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring the flag up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, went yeah. over the crowd. He's got an American flag over him. Oh, yeah. And, like, it must be, like, students doing a review of the gig, and they go into, like, detail how he was. But I can report that they gave you 10 out of 10 and could not even believe it was 50 bucks. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Might have been a fan that wrote that. You never know, but I'll take it. The shows, the shows have been insane. The show's been yeah. so good over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're saying that it was um, how they wrote it. They're like there was only seventeen hundred people that were allowed to go in. So I don't know how big these uni halls are. They, that was like a small room. They said. Yeah. So they're like they could have yeah. made it bigger. And then they um, gave a review yeah. how he came on stage, sang all his his hits, and um, really won over the crowd and knew the room that he was singing to. I was oh, like, I love oh, it. There you go. You seem to be on a one man mission to bring the word mate back to popular <laughs> usage in songs. Is this a conscious effort for you, <laughs> sir, or is it? I think so. Um, when I was writing the song, that was just the line. I mean, me and my friend, John, we, we, we wrote this song together and we, it took like a week. It was just back and forth. And we wrote, rewrote the chorus like four or five times. And when, when Trust Me Mate came out, it just felt like the, the best, it just felt like the song was complete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I am aware of it. I know that it might like localize it to Australia, but I also just, I, it just worked. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I put it in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many other things, like you could have used champ. Um, you know, you don't like, the boys don't like know, the word champ. No, so I, trust me, champ, you've got this. That actually would work. Trust me, champ, you've got this. 
You are, yeah, but it's a bit condescending. I, do you, yeah. I, when someone calls me champ, I'm out. Yeah, yeah that's like, what the boys always I say. Hate yeah. Or bud. Yeah, bud. Uh-huh. Yeah, bud. Hey, bud. No, I, I actually, I, I actually like it. I think, and I, I, I agree with the localization of it. But I think that's a cool thing because it's a bit of a different thing for Americans, especially to hear used in that term. They really don't. They use it more as like, oh, you're mating kind of thing. So to use our vernacular in in your songs, <laughs> I they think use it great. to mating. Well, they don't say mate to each other. It's the oh. it's the mate. You know, yeah. he's my. You know, oh, I thought. Yeah. Saying, yeah. Would you like to come and mate with me? I'm like, do people yeah. actually say that as a pickup line in your world? Uh, doesn't doesn't work. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they love they love the word. They love the Australianisms in America. Like mm. they really do. Um, another one they freak out about is you know I reckon they mm. they that's very they get so excited when you say I reckon like well what is that? <laughs> but um, it's like cool. every American interview I do, they talk about the spiders in Australia. Yeah, and they buy us at all. They kind of see us as like. I don't even know, like this, like like small town surfers or something like that, yeah. which is really cool. They love like, us here. Do you yeah. remind them that spiders don't carry guns, and does that make them no? You know, he feel, does not feel a bit safer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do tell the stories that you know the huntsman spider in the room. You yeah. know what I mean? You get like a couple of those every year. You yeah. know, it's, it's it's mandatory. You get two or three of those. You're yeah, yeah. in yeah. California, and because you're an Aussie bloke, they probably think like you surf. Do you surf? No, no. I have the hair like I surf, but now I'm a fraud. I hate, I hate, just the whole shark thing freaks me out. And uh, I just never, I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm such a fake, a fraud. I'm a fake surfer. <laughs> no, I, no mean, I don't, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I just thought if they say that, do you just own it? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, for sure. Like, everyone, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone I own has it. a surfboard in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, 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 I do. do I, no, I just call myself a massive fraud. I, I just say it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't surf, but I look that way. But no, nah, um, I get that a lot, though, for sure. And I mean, you have blown up massively on TikTok and a lot of your clips are just fans losing it at your shows. Like I imagine the the live show of yours you have your moments where it's up and then you have the moments where people are in tears. Obviously the song that you wrote for your dad, huge yeah. huge Amazing. hit. Is there just one person's job to make sure they film the tears? Are you like, all right Yeah, okay, well coming, sort of sort go. of <laughs> get the sad can out. No, no. <laughs> So every every artist now, um, because of TikTok, if you're touring around the world, you've got to have a, someone to do your social media to film it all. Because mm-hmm. we want to show the world the shows we're doing, and like you want to show like how cool is this? And you want to we always post like you know reactions after the show. Mm-hmm. But my brother just he's my brother who does it, and um, he's been with me since like the very first festival I did like eight years ago. Slept on the floor, and you know been with me the whole time and he just started filming people's reactions uh whether it was from be or riot like people singing along and then he filmed someone crying one day and we posted it because it was just such spec- like it was just an intimate moment and it went it went viral and now now we get the first two rows at all the shows during that song it's just like it's uh it's a very special experience everyone's just really emotional and that song about my dad has changed the dynamic of the show because i just write love songs usually mm. and this is my first song about my dad and it's kind of made it the show just changed, you know what I mean? It's much more, like, uh, emotional, I think, for it people. Is, I don't know you're close to your family. If you're on tour with your brother, yeah. who, who does yeah. your mum call first? Like, who's the most responsible one if you're both out together? Oh, that's it. I'd say, um, I'd say my, my other brother. I used to be the golden child, but um, maybe that's why. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think my mum my calls my brother first, probably. Probably because I'm just, she knows I'm, I'm busy doing stuff. Mm. My other brothers, they have like a softer touch. You know what I mean? So I think she, she's, uh, yeah, she, she calls them first. Because I always know that there's going to be like a brother that I'll always call and I'll go, can you put your other brother on or can you tell me what he's doing? 
Like I wouldn't. I know yeah, that, yeah, that, I that's Devin Butler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And is she yeah. uh, is she yeah. hanging around waiting for a song to be written about her, or is she okay with that? Well, oh yeah. Well, I mentioned her in the song. I said in the in the song. I say uh, early mornings. Message on my phone. It's my mother saying, "Darling, please come home." Mm. And she loves that. She's just like yeah. she's just ecstatic. You know what I mean? Mm. And she got mentioned did a song, but yeah, she probably is waiting for one. I just don't know what I'd write about. Yeah. Um, she's a good mum. Why you know, don't you call me first? Much, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah. Mother! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the uh, new single, Trust Me, Mate, it is out now. Dean Lewis, always a pleasure, buddy. Woo! Great to talk to you. Thanks, champ. Appreciate it. Yeah. You. <laughs> you got a chance. You know what? We're not playing this song now. Oh! <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> oh, don't worry, mate. Don't worry, mate. It's all good. It's all good. Good on you, buddy. Uh, Thanks, thank you, buddy. Thank thank you. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Who has a home phone these days? Anyone here? Nope. No, we don't. You, you guys wouldn't have a home phone out there, but you would have grown up. Oh, Ash just put some food in her mouth. I'm so sorry, hon. That's what's home. It's not. Uh, I miss the days of the home phone, though. Mm. You know, like you run home, start 10 hash to mm-hmm. see what yep. your missed call was. Of course. Or... But there was an urgency. So you had to get the phone because there was a time even before you wouldn't have voicemail. Yeah. And someone in the house, if they were going to do that, would declare that you're putting it in voicemail. Like, your auntie wants to know for home. Everyone lives because voicemail. Like, it would be declared. But parents still had this same urgency, and I'm talking about the baby boomers. They had this urgency. They do it with their mobile phone too. Well, here was my issue yesterday. It's like my parents, if I've got the phone there, and I'm like, I'm not going to get that. Why are you not going to get it? Mm. Here you go. Here you go. I'll I'll answer it for you. You're like, oh, my God. No, no, no. You're allowed to let it go to voicemail, but you're not in my parents' world. It's it's urgent and you have to get it. Ingrained in them. And I called Dad yesterday. Someone someone could be sick. Mm. Someone could be in hospital. Maybe it's an emergency. I answered and it was like like a wind tunnel. And it was like, shh. (laughs) And I said to him, I was like, Dad, are you okay? And he goes, hey, 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 hey. I can't, I can't, I can't talk now. I can't talk now. There are, there are just cars going past me. I'm on the bike. <laughs> and I said to him... No. He answered on his bike. Yeah, because obviously he's smart enough to get some sort of ear Headset. connection oh, to it. Oh, how cute. He's got a little Bluetooth yes. earpiece. But I said to him, I said, Dad... hearing aid, they do that these days. They do. He doesn't have a hearing aid. I said, Dad, don't answer then. And he goes, you called. Mm. I said, yes, but I didn't know where you are. And he goes... I'm on a bike. Ah. I said, no, I know that you're on a bike now, but when I called, I didn't know. He goes, oh, yes, no, I'm on a bike. Yeah. And he goes, I can't talk. I said, okay. And he goes, what do you want? I said, no, no, if you can't talk, I'll talk to you later. You hang up. And he goes, but you called. I was like, oh, my God. Just let it go to voicemail. Is nothing is so urgent. He goes, so it's not urgent. I was like, no. Like, nothing is this urgent. Yeah. That you, you have to have this quick response to a mobile phone. Well, sometimes it is. Like, rarely, but sometimes it is actually that urgent. I'll send a text first. What, like mum's in the hospital? You know, like sometimes it is. Mm. But they live in this fear the whole time. Mm. We live in the opposite fear Mm. that nothing is urgent. (laughs) That is our thing. We're like, nothing is so urgent that you just can't screen it and then just, like, call it back. Yeah, that's true. And, in fact, I have voicemail and I have... I don't even want to... Don't say it out loud, please. Why? It'll make me sick. Um, No, no, I cut them down, actually. I have 107 voicemails that I haven't heard. Just to be fair, though, your voicemail says, I don't check this, send me Thank a text. You. So that's the person who leaves that, that's on that's them. That's on them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I won't, I won't get back to them because it's them. not urgent. And I feel, I don't know whether you feel this way. If I have a missed call yeah. and they leave a voicemail and I see the voicemail, but because I don't listen to it, 
You have got then, it. Then I'm not guilty of you not replying. You are so I'm not like, responsible. Well, I, I know it's there. Yeah. Same with the text message. I haven't opened your text message, mm. so therefore... It doesn't exist. I, I'm not ignoring you because yeah. I don't know the information. And we live in a day where people still say, oh, did you get my text message? And you go, oh. No. No, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how the, you I always got the text. Message. I don't know how I missed that. That is so mm. sorry, Ash. Did you email me? Did you? I didn't say. I did that I all didn't, the time. I didn't get it. Mm. Oh, you know what? It's, I, it's my new practice. I don't get oi- uh, emails first thing in the morning. Didn't you say that? Uh, no, I don't check them in the morning. I like to come in fresh. So when I hear when you guys are telling me something, yeah. I'm reacting naturally. So for why the first don't you just time. make sure you Snapchat them in the morning, right? So that you can actually get that. Carry a pigeon, I think, at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I like to stay. I, I just want. I want to be connected to you. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, calling not, a baby boomer. You get it. in trouble for calling them if it's not convenient. Mm. Yeah. It's like no, don't answer. And yet, and yet, sir, if we text you, you call us back. Yeah. I want to be connected to you. Uh, but, and you. Email us. You can ignore it. You have <laughs> no, we can't. It. Sometimes you call twice. You do call twice. And you're yeah. like, oh, I knew you'd be free now. Yeah. Like, don't pretend you know my, I mean, I am, I but do. not the point. Notice when I do ring you guys, mm-hmm. are you free? Well, no, because remember, remember, this is what he used to do on Tuesdays. He used to get really annoyed because he'd call me and he'd be like, what do you, what do you, you're on the way to school pickup though. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, I picked them up late. He goes, oh, that's right, wrong day. Mm. And when I ring you, you're always in your house, aren't you? Generally. Generally on your back deck. Mm-hmm. Vaping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's there all the time, so it's really easy. I know you're down to 24 7. <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. There are a few stories you can set your watch by the debate about uh, daylight savings yes. in Queensland, True. Um, the release price of, of the price of petrol. Well, that's ongoing every month, but yeah. Where we really get our meat from. Uh, and this one, because in Morton Bay at a Lollipops play centre in Strathpine, uh, there was a young boy, th- a three-year-old Imran, and he was there with his parents and they were chilling, having a bit of a snack, and he peered over and he saw a claw machine, and inside that claw machine was a much-coveted Minions doll. And he wanted that Minions doll bad, but he, even being three years old, knows the scam that is the weak claw. Is there anything more frustrating? Let's no, go frustrating. Do, do they? Do you think they're like weak, 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 like pokies? You know, pokies have mm. a thing where they'll they'll, mm. they'll pay out every so often. You think they go weak, 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 then it tightens up? No, it comes down to the placement of the plush. I had a. There's one at the Oxley Tavern that I just seem to have a have knack you wasted? with. Well, I've gotten three plush toys. Plush toys in one session. Out no, of come Molly. on, let's all go it for paid dinner. Up. No. It paid no. up. I need to see this because I. Sorry, I need proof of that because I think the chocolate machine, Scotty, will get so yeah, much chocolate, the chocolate machine. because all you need is sort of to get one and, you know, it's just a thing of numbers. You drop them, yeah, yeah, you mm. drop them and they eventually come out. But the plush toy, so I, get into I would it. respect you more. I look in the front. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know but, if you needed the more there. But then I would wa- then I, I walk would around you. and yeah. I look at it from the side. Yeah. Oh. So I, I go every angle, look yeah. it from three angles God. to look in. What are you getting out is of a protractor? true that they've got the alarm? If you shake, shake it, it, yeah, and there's a little tilt, trap door tilt, that flops tilt, down. Yeah. So, so he's gone up out. through the prize chute, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's wanted this one so bad that he uh, crawled in the hatch into the claw machine. It never seems to deter them. I reckon this is how it happens because you always see some sort of video because it's always like, oh, my God, that's so scary. Call emergency services. I'll mm. take some videos. Mm. 
and then the news will come or something. But then they'll end up giving them the toy that they wanted. Exactly what I was going to say. This kid got the minion doll. Yeah. And so what what sort of lesson does that teach you? That no, teaches you. I didn't even know that. I didn't know the story, no. but I knew that it would. Mm-hmm. What they should do is have a photo of him with the minion doll and then a photo of it being ripped out of his hands and saying, no, 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 not for you. Mm-hmm. Put that on the news and it will make people go, yeah. well, you don't really get Give it to the kid that get, didn't get stuck in the claw so I get panicked about where the kids are when I go to places like this. Because, no. you, you know, with the three kids, mm-hmm. you've got to try and keep track of them. I kind of like it because you know where they are. Oh, you mean just dump them in there when you can? No, I wouldn't dump them in, but once he's in there, I'm like... Can't get out. Why call the fire brigade? I would have just used the claw to pick the kid up and then drop him because in the little hole. Because of the skill you, you have. You could have done that, Matthew, but maybe that could be your uh, side hustle. Do you think that happened? Do you reckon there's a dad that's gone, don't worry, I was good at this high school, stand back. I reckon the dad said, I'm not getting you that toy, climb in there and get it, you'll fit in no. there, go on. Don't tell you. How come they can get in but not get out? That's a design flaw. That is a design flaw, but I guess if you think about it, it only needs to go one way. Like It's not a cat flap. It only needs to go in, not out. Well, no, it does have to go oh. out because the toy comes out. No, but you push the it flap's in. The the problem. The flap. You push the flap in to grab the toy Why and then out. Why can't you push the flap back in to get the kid out? Because yeah, it, the dad could hold the flap up. That's what I meant. No, but so what it does is so you can't, I don't know, he must be small, so you can't just put your arm up. It closes, effectively closes off the hole. It must and be some sort of pivot thing. thing where it does. Yeah, I mean, and plus, not just that, the kid doesn't have the motivation. No, he's in a bunch of, he's in a room full of but, toys. Well, they should start making them like, you know how in the boot now, there's like an emergency release in the boot. So, Yeah, so mm. if you ever get, get kidnapped. kidnapped, just so you know, you can find a little release in there to get out and it automatically pops the boot open. Maybe they should put one of them in there. Maybe kids should it? stop crawling into that. vending machines. A lot of my victims have escaped. It's very frustrating. Really? Through it? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you probably don't want to tell it to me then where it is because that would have come in handy because I was always locked in the boot by my brothers to get in yeah. cheap to the drive-ins. Really? Yeah. No. Then you miss the movie. Well, I wouldn't if they let me out <laughs> when I'm there, but now, now I know there's a release button. That would have been good. <laughs> so, yeah, he got, a, he got out. He was only in there for, I think, about half an hour before they got it, and he was happy. Every, everything was fine. But it is one of those ones where it does come up every now and then. But I thought I'd ask a question. 131060, he's made the news. This will live with him for the rest of his life. He can show his, his grandkids this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, 131060, what have you made the news for? Oh. We made the news for our goon raft. We did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were like, well, so no stupidity? news. Stupidity. That... <laughs> yeah, but we're you know to to news, serious journalism, and then mm. they've got some idiots dressed up in. We had a very crazy outfit, mm. and we had goons uh, attached to a raft, and we went across Brisbane River. Slow news day. No, no I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of news to put us in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they extended the news. Yeah. We've got Cass in Marsden. What did your son make the news for? Well, my son was on uh, Channel 7 News when he was about 13 months old. Mm-hmm. He um, was a very chunky baby, like big thunder thighs. <laughs> I put him in the um, shopping trolley seat for the bubs. And he got stuck. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. His thighs were so big, I couldn't get him out. See, fat goes oh in, but God. fat does not come out, what does it? Yeah. I don't What about know. olive oil? Like, you got, you tried the yep. works. We, um, the, some people came over, they got some olive oil, they got butter, they tried to rub them up like a roast. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, couldn't get him out, so the fire brigade had to come, and uh, Channel Seven News followed them. <laughs> Who See, called with the news? On, they don't. They have the um, the walkie, like the alerts. Li- the alerts. Yeah, they the listen walkies. to it. 
Oh, so they hear Sorry. the, the yeah. walkie-talkies. So I remember being with a photographer once, um, whatever it is. It is walkie-talkie, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, you can listen to it. So they'll have like the Am police radio. scanner and the ambulance scanner, fire brigade scanner. So if they hear anything that's a bit unusual, they just get straight oh, on the road and take photos. Cass. <laughs> oh, no. Were you, were you on it too? Did they have – and here's what mum said. Uh, he um, – he was fine afterwards. Of course, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I know, but no. you know, you're standing there going, "Oh no, this is what we're going to be on the news for today." Oh uh, yeah, I was pretty horrified. I was like, "Oh my god, my mother's going to see this." I know. <laughs> so you're like, "I didn't do my hair," and you didn't get your groceries. <laughs> Anne in Holland Park, uh, what have you made the news for? Hey, um, I dogged my sister in. Do you remember when fidget spinners were all the rage? Yeah. Um, she got her finger stuck inside a fidget spinner and Channel 7 News ended up coming around and doing a story because she had to get it cut off. Oh. I thought it was hilarious. Mum wasn't super impressed, so they ended up blurring their faces. But she loved her five minutes of fame. <laughs> oh. Blurred her face. <laughs> Blurred her face. How did you as a little kid, what did you do? Just call the news and just say, I've got a story for you? Well, I'm the big sister, so I was... <sighs> Um, yeah, she, she, we thought it was hilarious that you could be that dumb to wedge it right on there. Um, and she thought it was funny too. So <laughs> mum didn't think it was as funny when they were in emergency cutting it off. But the, That's the, the news seven, loved though. the story. That's so, two Channel yeah. 7. They just love covering the big stuff, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Ooh, anonymous. What were you on the news for? Hey, guys. Um, so this was one I was thinking really hard about whether I, I called up for. So back in the year 2000, when the Olympics were coming uh, to Sydney, uh, the Olympic torch was making its rounds around the country. Mm-hmm. And I was in year 12. Right. Uh, myself and three of my friends had thought this would be a great idea if we could water bomb the Olympic torch runner and put out the eternal flame. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so... So we knew we knew where the torch was making its round. Yeah. Um, as the torch was coming through Baden at the time, mm-hmm. uh, I was living in Baden. Mm-hmm. There was four of us uh, that had set ourselves up uh, in a decent location to water bomb the runner as they made their way past. Wow. Um, we did manage to hit the runner. Um, two of us were caught, mm. two of us were not, mm-hmm. um, and all the news outlets were all over it at the time, uh, and they were making an absolute, you know, mockery of these people who thought it would be a fun idea yeah. to water bomb the runner. So, yes, that's what we made it on the news for. I'm guessing, are you the one that got away? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did they not, well, did they knock on you well. though, when the cops got them? Did they... No, so no. two of them, uh, so two of my friends, they were picked up, paddy wagon. They drove them only about 200 metres down the road in Baden, mm-hmm. gave them a stern talking to, uh, and then let them out at a local park. <laughs> wow. Right. Those were the days. Did the flame, yeah, you didn't it, get the flame yeah. out though? It, it stayed it, stayed alive? It stayed not. yeah, it stayed on. Yeah, the, I reckon uh, it's got like some sort of flicker, like where it, if it does go off, it goes back on. Mm. Like it restarts. Surely. Well, mate, Enjoy. I tell you what, the Brisbane Olympics are on the way. Nine more years yes. to plot your next attack. All right? Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm an adult now. Yeah, he's okay. Friday, okay. Good Friday. Get your kids to do it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Men and women are wired differently. Mm. And I don't think there's anything wrong One with One are from Mars, the other have a penis. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Okay. You know uh, what? Either can have a penis that's true, these days. That's true. That's true. Okay, so can I not talk about being wired differently and how we should accept it? No, they just are. They are. Yeah. Um, I actually remember reading a fascinating book, and it was from Sher's son. Yes. 
uh, who... Chad? Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, and was assigned female at birth. And in this book, talks about how... <laughs> <laughs> well, used to love a chat. And then going through the transition, used to find women yapping annoying. Once the once um, his testosterone was pumped up and yeah. he transitioned, and you know what? Uh. totally able to give a true account yeah. of it because yeah. they've experienced yeah. both. And was like, we used to love a gossip, used to love a thing, and then after used to just be like, why is she still talking? He went from how's your day, Chad? Oh, you wouldn't believe this. This happened. This happened. This happened. Jenny from account said this, and this happened. This happened. To how was your day, Chad? Good. Yeah. Mm. But we are wired differently and we think differently. And the person that always expresses it so well to me is uh, Maggie Dent. And we've had her on before. She's a wonderful author and she wrote books um, for How to Raise Boys, How to Raise Girls, because now she's got grandchildren, but she has uh, four boys. And she just sort of cuts through it. And last night uh, I went to bed. Mm. um, And do you guys just go to, you go to bed? You go to bed? Is that it? I doom scroll for a while. Yeah. And I want to get into bed. How do you, what, else, what else would you do? I, I go to bed and I go to sleep. Of course. Yeah. And that seems so logical. And that's what Scott does. <laughs> yeah. I go to bed. Yeah. And then I get back up. Well, okay. And then I go to bed mm. and I get back up. And that just happens. And last night would have probably happened around about eight times. What are you doing when you get up? Well, well because I got into bed and mm. then my son came and was like, hey, do you know where my sports mm. bat is? Mm. So then I had to get up and then I went out. Mm. And then I went to bed and I realized that it is the that it was the 17th or whatever. And I had to give the worm talent to the dog. So then right. I got back up. Mm. And then I was like, wait a minute, I probably need to check the lunches. So I just <laughs> got up a few times and mm. then throughout the night the kids woke up. But Scotty just goes to bed. And it's such a weird concept for me, and I think we should just sort of accept it. And Maggie Dent just explains it so well. Can I show the slight difference between mums and dads, like when you go to bed at night? Because the singular focus of most males means I'm going to go to bed to go to sleep. Mum comes to bed to go to sleep, but we're biologically wired to make sure that we're caring really well because of oestrogen. So we'll go through every decision we made during the day from you know breakfast right through and then we second guess and we beat ourselves up and then we suddenly we're wondering if they'll get into university and then we've gone <laughs> back and regret something we did at our 21st and then we've come forward to the kids again comparing to somebody else oh this is the mental load we carry for the people we Sorry. love do you guys ever get that um, like, do you lay awake at night and recount the conversation you had throughout the day and just go, why? And then I bring up every dumb thing I did. And sometimes I'll even bring up a dumb thing that I did at my 21st birthday. Why? No, I don't do that. Mm. I do think about things, but not things like that. What do you think about? What's the difference? Do you, is yours all finance? Is that what it is? Yeah, it would be money. Mm. would be that. Uh uh, one of my biggest things I think about, it's probably a bit different, I think if I'm being a good enough father, yeah, like, was, okay. was I, did I get too angry over things that didn't matter? Yeah. But I do not worry about people who I do not care for that much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no, I would good re- way to be. Do you yeah. guys ever recount, like, conversations that you had and you're like, why did I say that? I should have said this. Oh, my God. Yeah, all the time. Mm. All even, the time. Even people who mean nothing to yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I think that's when it's the worst because you're like, I know I shouldn't be wasting my time and brain on this, but I just can't stop thinking about it. It's sad, isn't it? It's horrible. I I think it's going to be hugely ironic when you go to bed tonight. I said that. I'm going to think about this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not recount? Like, I. That's why I don't like. I don't drink as much because Mm. just the the anxiety that I have. Yeah. Women and anxiety. What did I say? What did I do? Mm. Um. Why would like that? Nothing. 
No, I I used to I go I I, you know, I think it ebbs and flows sometimes depending on what's going on in your life. But there was a time there where I was struggling with getting to sleep and doing that, and then I got a face mask with ambient music, out like a light. Fantastic! I'd recommend it to anyone. I don't know if it would cut out the inside noise. No, it does. Yeah. It does for me. Bubbly water. Water bubbly. Well, her, her solution is it, is to kind of just go realise that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like realise that your husband might not understand because he's just going to bed. Mm. That he might not understand that you have to do all that. Well, you and but, but the thing is, you yeah. don't. It does. It's not helpful. No, it's not. But that's because it wouldn't get done if we didn't do that. That's, no, I'm talking, not talking about. I'm talking about the the men, the, yeah. the thinking, the overthinking yeah. thing. That doesn't help anyone, and you can't change any of that stuff. It's in the past, so you just got to let that go. So maybe maybe that's the positive to look in that, uh, and I think that all the time, men. Uh, we are afforded a lot of the times, because we have our own demons, mm. but a lot of the times that we aren't stressed or we aren't feeling that is because we are blessed with great women who take on that responsibility mm. for us. But then so maybe the positive just, yeah. in that, uh, and I'm saying, yes, men should take take some of that off yeah. you for sure. Well, I think the other but thing look I, at the positive in that Scott can go to sleep easily because of that. So you're actually doing all the things you're worried about, <laughs> you're, doing you're actually job. doing because he's sleeping easy. Your so children are sleeping easy. So he's taken on doing the lunches for two weeks. And yeah. last night it took him around about 35 minutes to do one lunchbox. That's pretty he quick. Going, he yeah. kept going back and forward and wondering what to do. And I was like, oh, this is so enjoyable. Because uh. I feel like when I get the job back, and I'll take the job back because yeah. it's fine. I want the kids to be fed well. Yeah. I might get some appreciation for it. Ooh, that's... Do you know what I mean? Because he he actually understands now. And even so much, I was like, I downloaded the app so that he can order a lunch order Mm. because he never knew how to do it. Mm. But I think it's just understanding rather than getting annoyed and going through your own thoughts and not sharing what's happening. Mm. Would you say that's, you know, when men don't understand why your women are stressed, Mm. that's what's going on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot going on in there. No (laughs) doubt. Yeah. And we love you all for it. I know. And when I realise now, when I actually say, what are you thinking? Nothing. Sometimes you guys really aren't thinking things. No. What sort of allergy does Sneezy have? And because we think so much, we think that's a lie. Yeah. You think for us. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it, isn't it? I think so. Speaking of which, what are we doing next, Abs? Um, (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Have we ever, I know I have, Abby, you probably have. Maddie, I'm not sure about you. Have you ever got carried away at a charity auction? Yes. What did you buy? A uh, trip to Bali. Oh, did you end up taking it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. No, well, no, not really. We couldn't afford it. I said to the crowd, um, I am going to, and it was a charity oh, thing for no. CM. <laughs> well, well, I was emceeing it. You were going to start the bidding. Oh, yeah. Don't ever start the bidding. So, no. have you done that? Yeah. So, I was at, it was for uh, CMV, which mm. is um, what my, my child was um, yeah. born with, and it was a real um, serious issue then. So, I wanted to sort of give back with the community that helped me yeah. out. So I volunteered to do it and it was over in Sydney and I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to start the bids here and I'm going to put my hand up and I'm going to bid. I didn't realise it was one of those like silent auctions where if you put the bid in for how much you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And I was like, is everyone put their hand up willing to do more? Great, great, great. This was all doctors and everything in the room. Mm. And then I got a call the next day saying, hey, just confirmation that <laughs> it's come out of your credit card. And I was like, what? Because I filled it out accurately just trying to mm. show, you know. I remember uh, that. Mm. And they were like, so it's come out of your credit card. I said, 
what are you talking about? There was people more. And they're like, there was 10 of them up mm. for grabs. <laughs> so I got one of 10. Also, too, you were in a room of doctors. You bet on the barley one. They were going for the Maldives I trip instead. exactly the same thing, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Doctors don't want to go to <laughs> barley. There's too much barley. work to be done there. Oh, it was God. an adult only oh. one as well. Which turned out to be a blessing. Right. Because I was go. like, I can't spend time away from the kids, can't spend time, but I've already bought it. Let's do it five days. So you went to a CMV charity auction for your child and then went on an adults only holiday. What did you buy at an auction? I did. I bought six boxes of wine while my wife was heavily pregnant. Same story, though. Guy was like, Stab, you can start the bidding. And I went, Oh, there you go. Blah, blah. And he went, I sold. I was like, What? But Sounds like you said something else. A-hole. <laughs> Have you done it, Matt? No, nah, I never bought anything at charity auction. Wow. When you're hosting, you I'm don't start cha- the bidding or no, you've learned I'm from not, that? I've, I just never wanted anything bad enough. I was trying to get people to put in to go play, uh, have lunch with Jonathan Thurston. That's, That's right. right. You missed out on that. But I never bid because I just, it's unless un- I had people to share the price with, I just wasn't. I think it's impressive yeah. the people that hand, put their hand up for a bid. Mm. I don't, I ha- I'm not that game. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I don't it's risky. I'm not rich enough. To, no, uh, but even in an auction for a house, uh, I know yeah. that Ash went for it and yeah. her partner, he just got like, he had that the, ego. Yeah, like, he yeah. just he took thing, it on board, didn't it, he? It does get to you. Yeah. I was getting quite nervous because I was like, dude, we don't have that much money. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. My sister was at one uh, on the weekend and um, I got a text from her about 10 o'clock at night saying, there's got this thing here. Uh, and she was, she was having fun. She was yeah, having, having when fun. Sharon has fun, mm. she, and she's she lets like, loose. She's like, I'm bidding, I'm bidding, I'm bidding, I'm bidding on this, I'm bidding on that, I'm bidding on this, and I'm bidding on this, and I think you'd love it. And it was a, uh, it, it was cool. It was a Superman, a vintage Superman comic book framed. Oh, wow. Um, and I said, you know what? Have a crack. Go this low. It would be worth a lot, wouldn't That's it? That's what I said, because it could accrue in value. So do, do that, but, you know, what stay within reason. What was your limit that you said? I said, keep it around 800. Um, yeah. and see how, see how that book. goes. Yeah, is uh, that that's a lot? Well, charity as well. Of course. Well, when okay. you're rich enough, you bid on. What charity um, is it? It was one of her friends' charities. So I something remember. you brain, care a lot brain, about. Some sort of brain. Friend. Well, it was more for my sister. Um, I didn't care, uh, and um, didn't think anything of it. Uh, and it was ten o'clock, uh, and then I went to bed. She continued to party profusely, and continued to bid, and continued to bid on things. And I woke up to text messages going, please don't tell my husband, oh, my God, uh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Uh, But we now have a framed Superman comic and a framed Batman comic. You will never get another present from me again. (laughs) She got the set. (laughs) How much did she spend? Uh, A lot. Do you, to, do you have How to much? pay her back? Uh, I went halves in the end. I went halves. How much did so she spend? Over, over a thousand. For each one? Yeah. And over a thousand. Mm, and How much over a thousand? Just a smidge. And 1200 each? Yeah, about around that. And then, so this was on the weekend. He's doing girl math. He's been like, do you know what? Like, the amount of times I'm going to look at that when I walk past it. Can you read it? Like, just so I'm trying to get my head around it. Also, now. You can take it out of its case and read it if you desire. I shan't be doing that because that will depreciate the value. He's also stuck between the price that he paid and the price he told Cat. <laughs> you know how they say it's worth it, though. Mm. Like, is it really that value of it? Because how many times do you, like how many other in the world of this? Uh, not many. You don't know. No, but it arrived because she said, "I'm getting it all delivered to your house." Because, and it arrived yesterday, 
and it's ginormous because <laughs> it's it's got a um, it's got a like multiple comic book covers on the back, Superman standing there, and then the comic book. Is it framed? It's framed. Can I say? Do you know the framing massive. would be more expensive than that's, that to that's get what a frame? You're looking, on to. Yeah, you. It's so expensive. And there's two of them. And, and do you have two of them? Do you own two of them? Yeah. And I don't think there's anywhere I could put them in my house that my wife would appreciate them. Oh, so you had to, so she bid on them mm. and you've given her all the money for no, them? No, I gave her half. half oh, and half. it's her birth, okay. his birthday. Christmas, birthday, everything Christmas, for the next 10 years. Birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas. And they'll be in storage. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring them into work and put them here. I thought about that. Yeah. But I th- you don't like my de- de- decorations either. No, but I don't have a say at work. Uh, oh. <laughs> what is that? Why don't you try and sell them and get your money back on them? That's, maybe, why, no, maybe that's worth, when you start getting horrified. Maybe they're worth right. five no, grand. Maybe. Maybe you get all your money back. Maybe. Maybe I shouldn't have Googled, Googled the comic books and found out they were worth uh, 50 bucks each. Oh. But the framing. Framing is what we're holding on to. Yeah. Tell you what, so you put them on Marketplace, guy goes, hey, I'll take the frames. Can you take the comic books? Happy with that. <laughs> Happy with that. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Britney Spears. Mm. Uh, look, I've always been on Britney Spears' side of releasing the uh, conservatorship, mm-hmm. you know, between um, her father and her and that she should make her own decisions. But I have to say the <laughs> knife dancing video was a little bit different for me. Mm. I don't just go. Pardon? Police go around after that. I don't know. Um, What was she hurting? The knives, like self harm. But she wasn't self harming. No, but she could have. Well, she could have. But she's such a great dancer. She didn't have the risk of it. Her reputation is what she was hurting. Mm, Well, so to go over and check on that because she's a very. It just makes me realise every time I watch that that God, she had a good choreographer back in the day. Oh yeah. But she also put effort all a bit in. Same, same. Now she just sort of gives up, right? She might be putting in effort. We don't know how many rehearsals she's been doing. <laughs> That's uh, true. But the other stuff that she's been doing is uh, writing a memoir, and she's going to release it um, October the twenty fourth, which is coming up very soon. And I don't know if she had someone else writing it with her, but she's talking about um, her. You know, I guess she's always been famous as a child, and mm. there's a lot for her to talk about. So she will study, study um, sorry, cover her conservatorship. Uh-huh. Um, saying about how it stripped her of her womanhood and made her into a child again. It really did. Um, and thinking about how substance abuse or mental health, um, she, she's saying it wasn't to do with those issues. It was a real, her, her dad, I guess, wanting to get a lot of money from her. So yeah. she doesn't have anything to do with them anymore. Um, this is one thing that uh, our producer really loves. She's like, I didn't know that. Because remember, Britney Spears was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes, M-I-K-C-Y-M-O-U-S-E. With Ryan Gosling and JT. Yeah. And Christine Aguilera. Yeah, they all started there. Yeah, I know. Whoever did the uh, the auditions for that did well. But she was saying that she was up for the notebook. It came down to her and Rachel McAdams. Gosh, and Ryan Gosling would probably have appreciated that change. Why? He hated her. He dated her. Who? Rachel McAdams. Yeah, they hated each other on the set. Yeah, but then they went out for three years. I can only tell you what I know. Did not get along. They were hooking up. <laughs> yeah, they made, maybe they don't get along because they break up. Matt, no. same thing might have happened. No, mm. they were. They he's saying they hated during the filming. They dated for three years after that. He would eat garlic right. before kissing her. Right. Mm. Maybe she likes Italian food. <laughs> that's true. Maybe, Maybe that's what she's like. Oh, garlic bread. Mm. Yum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's not in this book. Right. Well, no, what, that's his story. Yeah. Me. She's saying about why she shaved her head. 
Yeah. Um, and she's saying that she'd just been looked um, up and down and she just had people telling her what they thought of her body since she was a teenager, which is so true. You look yeah. back at the interviews and interviews in this day and age would never be able to be done the same way that they did. You wouldn't be mm. able to talk to a young star about her sexuality no. or anything like those. And the way that they sort of addressed her was shocking. Mm. So she just felt like she, um, her body was everyone's say, so she just wanted to do something and, and take it back for her. So be like, mm, this is it. This is what you get. Mm. That was the peak of when it really went downhill. It started to go downhill. You could tell she was struggling. When yeah. she got out of the car. She, yeah, got out of the car, the had umbrella. no underwear on yeah. and everything. And yeah, she just had the umbrella the as well, didn't she, mm. that she was waving at paparazzi. Yeah, but it wasn't raining. I wonder how much medication she did have to take because under the conservatorship and even before that, she was you had so many people looking after her saying that this is the medication that you need. Mm. You wonder whether she did actually need to do it or whether that was her downward spiral mm. as a result of it. It was quite akin to uh, the Amy Winehouse situation, wasn't it? Except yeah. Amy's was a much worse outcome in the end, but yeah, it, very similar. One thing that she's saying is um, she was talking about having a termination while dating Justin Timberlake, saying that they were both um, young at the, at the time and she said she thought it was going to be forever and they were eventually going to have a baby and this would have been before what they wanted. Mm. But she said Justin made it perfectly clear that he didn't want to be a father. Right. So that's going to be hard for him to have all that coming out. Because yeah. no one knows. Insides. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it, isn't it? When you're releasing your memoir, <clears throat> you have the right, I guess, to tell your story. I don't know but whether to remember, you... that's her story. Of course it's it is. It's not the story. You what? know, he... Two it's her people interpretation be, of her story, and she's lived yeah, it. It's her experience. That's right. But it two could be people can things. be in the same situation and have two different feelings towards something. That's can you happened. get sued for a memoir? I mean, if it's defamation, and it's not true. Then of course, yeah, you yes, can. you can. Yeah. But if it is all true, then no. Yeah. So you're just allowed to write whatever you want if it's true. But and also too, <laughs> on reflection, there though, she she might be saying now. She regrets that. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's that's her reflection on it. So it's not it's not a lie. It's mm. her truth. She's not saying that. I, I guess she's not saying it, she regrets it. But I think it's hard for any woman to go through that decision. She's just saying that she mm. felt like they were going to have children together. So mm. although it was going to be earlier, yeah, then she felt okay with it. And it's then a, she did go on to have kids young as well. Yeah, she did. Yeah, they don't, um, they don't talk to her anymore. The boys. No. No, nah, they're with their dad, aren't they? Mm. Well, they're, they're probably adults Not now, yet. are they? I think it's about another year or two years where mm. she doesn't have to pay child support for them as well. Mm-hmm. Well, there was that audio um, of a phone call she released, remember, where I actually felt bad for her. The kids, she, they're pretty much asking her for money. And mm. she was saying, well, if you want money from me, can come you and come see. and visit me? Yeah. And that, I just felt sad for her that that was... All that she was to people was just a bank account. Yeah, but not just, I mean, when she went into hospital, there's um, reports of the family going on holiday and they were holidaying in the holiday house that she'd purchased. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. Really sad. Um, we're lucky we don't have rich siblings. <laughs> or talent. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, mine are all poor yeah. uh, 24th of October, you said it's coming out? Yeah. Yeah, all right, well. There'll be more to come, I mm-hmm. assume. Mm-hmm. Stop, I'll be in my- B105.